one more time. Welcome to the True North Church podcast, where we gather to explore faith, find inspiration, and strengthen our spiritual connection. At True North, we exist to help people navigate through the oceans of life in the direction that lands at the heart of God. Each week, we'll dive into meaningful discussions, share uplifting stories, and delve into the teachings that guide our lives. Whether you're a longtime member or a first-time listener, we're grateful to have you join us on this journey. So, let's embark on this episode of Faith, Community, and Discovery together. Thank you so much for watching this morning. Uh, yes, we are doing service online due to below freezing temperatures. So, uh, make sure... Um, Make sure you got the water uh, and your faucet dripping just a little bit. Uh, you know, we're going to pray. Uh, we'll pray for everybody that pipes do not freeze. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody remembers what happened last year. Super crazy. Um, everybody that I've talked to, um, especially yesterday, just out and about running around. Um, you know, that's been the biggest concern. So that before uh, before we end this, I'll make sure to pray that for y'all so yeah just if you're watching uh comment below let me know you're watching um hopefully you got your bibles out uh we're not we're not at uh, our physical location so i can't just put it up on the screen for you um so this is one of those you're gonna have to like okay go get that physical bible uh i'll give you a couple minutes dig it out dust it off whatever it is or just you know follow along because i'll read the scriptures but we've been in our series called good ground and I think it's just fascinating that um, Jesus, he refers, there, there's so many farming references in the Gospels. Now, talked about this before. I'm not a farmer. Don't plan on it. I think the idea is cool, but I don't have the patience, nor do I like the smell of, uh, of a farm. I just don't. I, I don't like the smell. Um, I like the convenience of going to the grocery store and uh, just getting milk eggs butter whatever i don't want to have to go out and churn it i don't want to do that but there's some people that are gifted for that and there's no shade if that's you let me know uh if you're like me let me know in the comments as well um uh, while you're watching while we're getting started share this with a friend or a family member or just you know just share it public and say hey check out what um check out what the lord is doing and what he's uh, and what he's teaching us hey man so uh, just to catch up, we've been in the series called Good Ground, and Jesus talks about in the Gospels, he's, he gives this parable of how the farmer sows the word, and there's different instances or different occurrences where the word falls on rocky ground, or where the word uh, is, is devoured by birds, or where the word doesn't, um, it, 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 you know, falls on the ground, but because there's no deep roots, it, you know, when the wind comes, it blows away pretty much. And we talked about how he's talking about uh, he's talking about the work that the, the that the Godhead does in the believer through the Holy Spirit. So, and with that, we we've we've been blessed. This is something the Lord is instructing us and and uh, and leading us to become. We want to become good ground. That's the goal. Uh, we want to become good ground. And at the end of this series, whenever the Lord uh, has us to end this series, um, there is there is a very scary awareness uh, and challenge that we that we'll discover in the gospel. 
but I ain't gonna spoil that. I ain't gonna spoil that today. Um, now, if you if you didn't hear week one in our series, go back in the podcast, check it out on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just look for True North Church seven three one. Look for our logo, and there you go. But um, today we're gonna be talking about um, the seed. Um, you know, because Jesus says the farmer sows the seed and he's referencing God. So what kind of seed is he sowing in us? So wherever you are, if you're on your couch, if you're in your car, um, you know, if you're in your car, you're watching, uh-uh, you better park somewhere, put that car in park and uh, and then watch. Um, but listen, uh, let, let, let's get involved in this this morning. Amen. All right, so if you have a Bible, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 45 through 49, Paul says this, he says, For it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam, uh, the the life-given spirit, however, the spiritual didn't come first. The natural precedes the spiritual. The first man was from the dust of the earth, and the second man is Yahweh, Jesus, from the realm of heaven. The first one made from dust has a race of people just like him who are also made from dust. The one sent from heaven has a race of heavenly people who are just like him. Once we carried the likeness of of the man of dust, but now let us carry the likeness of the man of heaven. Also, Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, this is one of our core scriptures. He says, we all with unveiled faces are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord and are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord who is the spirit. So the word that the that the heavenly father, a.k.a. our heavenly father is doing, he's transforming us like tap your chest and say me. Or write in the comments, say me, uh, me and my household. He's transforming us into his image. All right, so let me go over that again. Based off the scriptures that we just read, the seed that, that the farmer sows. Now, Jesus says the farmer is his heavenly father, God, our heavenly father. He said, my father is the farmer. Uh, we are the, uh, Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. We cannot bear fruit apart from him. All right, another farming analogy. So Jesus says that the farmer, our farmer, is our Heavenly Father, God. What kind of seed is he sowing in us? The seed that he's sowing in us, he's transforming us to be more, uh, he's transforming us into the image of his son, Jesus. Um, ultimately, this is known as spiritual formation where we are formed more and more and more into the image of Christ. And Lindsay, why, why would I want to be, why would I want, why do I want to be formed into the image of Christ? I'm glad you asked that question. Um, I thought about the yesterday, you know, when it came Saturdays, I'm off on Saturdays. I used to have a job where I wasn't off on Saturdays. And now I'm blessed to have a job where I'm off on Saturdays. And I was thinking about all the different things I want to do with my kids and my wife. And like, I was trying to get set up for this and all these different things. And I just got to think about, cause they was having a dispute about my, my kids were fighting about something. And I, I got to thinking about, okay, how am I going to respond? And, you know, I try to respond the best way I can, the gentle parenting, soft parenting, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is with the, with the, with the uh, nice hint of, 
what you're not going to do. All right. So I tried to, I mixed the gentle parenting within with, with a hint or midst of what you're not going to do. Me and my wife, we're good about that. What you're not going to do is talk to me that way. And, you know, later on, I went to town and I'm driving to town. I'm getting some stuff and I'm thinking about what if what if it was Jesus parenting my kids instead of a man who's ridden with trauma or insecurity? Ooh, what if it was Jesus that was um, loving my wife instead of a man that is insecure, therefore takes out his insecurities and his frustrations on his wife? What if it was Jesus going to the job that you work at and doing the job that you do versus somebody that who's ungrateful to be there and just there to get a check and can't wait to get home? I think that's why he's that's one of the reasons why he's conforming us. He's forming us more and more into his image. Why? Because things are better when he's in it. Your job is better when he's on the job. Your household is better when he's leading it. Your 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 marriage is better when he is shepherding it. Your, 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 your finances are better when he is creating the budget and telling you what to spend or showing you where to invest and all. I mean, we can go down the list. There's so many, so many examples, but our life becomes better when he is involved, when he's at the center. And that's the reason that we're being conformed more and more into the image of Christ. Um, you know, and Lindsay, what does that practically look like? You know, if Jesus, like I said, if Jesus was working at other factories here in the town, what kind of employee would he be? You know, I want you to think about that. Even as, you know, this broadcast ends and you go about your day and I don't, you know, for those that are off tomorrow, you know, blessings to you. For those that got to work, I'm going to pray for you as well. But whenever you go back to work, as you're driving to work, think about, okay, Lord, don't let me show up to this job. How about you in me show up to this job? Christ in me is the hope of glory. Christ in us is the hope of glory. So, you know, say that prayer as you're going to work. Lord, let it be you in me that shows up to work. As you're parenting your kids, Lord, let it be you in me that fathers these kids or mothers these kids. Or Lord, let it be you in me that shows up in my marriage. Let it be you in me that shows up in every situation at the gas station. Lord, let it be you in me that's pumping gas. Lindsay, what does that look like? It looks like as you're pumping gas, scrolling your phone or whatever, you, you instead of doing all that, you continue to pump your gas. You got it on auto or whatever. And, you know, you're just looking around and seeing, OK, Lord, and just praying within your own heart, own heart and mind. Lord, is there anybody here that... uh? Is there anybody here that needs you? Is there anybody here that you want to connect with? Lord, if that's so, create the opportunity. Give me the, give me the wisdom. Give me the bravery. Give me the courage. Give me the words to say. And then once you're done pumping gas, you, you know, you put the, you put the handle back into the, into the pump. And then you'd be led by the Lord and maybe go talk to somebody. However that is. You know, what, is, what does it look like if Jesus is shopping for groceries at Walmart? 
does it look like he's walking through Walmart with a frown and a scowl on his face, yelling at the children or just, you know, uh, weaving in and out, just trying to get in uh, in and out without being noticed? Or is he shopping, getting his stuff, but then also looking for opportunities to love on people, share his story, share uh, stories and testimonies of healing? Um, is he looking for interactions? Or is he just focused on self? Changes things, right? <clears throat> it, it, it makes us seem, it makes us, it holds us more accountable for what he's done for us. So I love this because ultimately, um, ultimately, here's why he's transforming us. See, every good farmer transforms their field before, uh, before they plant the seed. So what initiates the transforming? What initiates the, what initiates, you know, okay, once the, once the farmer has sowed the seed, what, what's going to initiate that, that transformation? We've talked about it before, so you probably know it, but those that have never heard uh, me talk about this, um, say it with me or say it after me, beholding, beholding, beholding is a way that we become like Christ. You know, you behold or you become what you behold. If you if you spend all day at home watching trash TV, you are beholding that. That's that's what's that's what you're gazing upon. It's what you see. And guess what? What you see is what you become like. By the end of the day, <clears throat> me and my wife joke all the time, we'll be doing stuff and then I will turn to the side and pretend like I'm in, like I have a TV crew and I'm in those little one-on-one uh, personal shots where I'm explaining what's going on, da, 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 and then I come back to reality. And it's funny, sometimes it's annoying, but you know what happens is, you know, when you behold uh, and consume, um, you become what you consume. And with spiritual formation, with following Jesus, if we behold him, we become like him. The more we behold him, the more we gaze upon him. And I love that. Biblical scholars say this. They say, seeing the glory of God in Christ initiates progressive sanctification. And that we, and, and that we become more and more like him as we are changed by the spirit over time. So I'm going to say that one more time. Seeing the glory of God in Christ, it initiates progressive sanctification. And with that, we become more and more like him as we are changed by the spirit over time. So henceforth, that last part said over time. So the seed that God plants, it's not a microwave process. Like years ago, um, before we ever had kids, we moved in uh, with some friends they had like a, a separate house that was connected to their larger house. And we were blessed to move into that separate house. And uh, the husband of that couple introduced us to home cooked popcorn, home cooked popcorn. If you never had home cooked popcorn, like stove top over, I mean, it changed your life. And ever since then, we have not gone back to microwave. We tried to do microwave a few times just out of like pure, uh, like just convenience. Yeah, don't taste the same. The problem, the, the only thing about uh, cooking popcorn over the stove is it takes time. And with the transformation that God wants to do in you, it's going to take time. 
it's not going to be a 30 second or it's not going to be a three days you know christ came or christ came he he went to the cross he dealt he did all these different things he did the greatest thing he had to do for the world in three days no it ain't gonna be like that for you all right it's gonna take some time it's gonna take some time and listen watch this part of that is dependent on you this is where it's gonna hurt all right i hope you're ready this is where it's gonna hurt um i was i was in the bathroom yesterday thinking about this and the lord told me like you have the power to hinder the work that is going underneath the soil lindsay he was telling me specifically lindsay you have the power to thwart or hinder the work that's happening underneath the soil see when a farmer plants a seed what you and i can't see is the work that's happening underneath the soil and what's happening underneath the soil is things that we couldn't even imagine but it's things that the seed needs and a lot of times when we give in to temptation when we give in to frustration when we consume things that are the opposite of our jesus-like nature it kind of like it kind of thwarts that 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 tilling that the lord is doing that tilling that the holy spirit is doing on our heart and our mind it kind of thwarts that and it's almost like okay now we gotta now he's got to patch this and patch that and then continue to it creates more it creates more problems and then ultimately we're upset because like man i should be further along than this what's wrong well in the words of michael jackson might be the man in the mirror can't blame so-and-so it might be the man or the woman in the mirror and i'm encouraging you don't self-destruct you know we talked about that at the beginning of the year the very first Sunday, the last Sunday of last year, and then the first Sunday of this year, and then we talked about it this last Wednesday night in our night of prayer. Don't self-destruct. What the devil wants to do, he wants to manipulate you and get you to think that things are worse than what they actually are. He wants you to see that the impossible situations, they are, or, you know, the, the he wants you to see that the, the molehills are actually mountains, and they're not. They're not, but also can I let you know, there's no mountain that is too big for God. There's not. There's no mountain that you perceive in your life that is too big for God to handle. So don't self-destruct. Don't self-destroy. Don't self don't torment yourself. Don't 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 do any of that. All right, as the seed, you are, you know, uh, uh, you know, as 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 God is planting that seed in you, as He's doing the work, you gotta trust and know. Okay, I can't see it, can't feel it, but I know, I know there's something happening. I know He's doing something. I know it's going to work out for my good. It's it's actually a promise. Paul said it that God works all things out for the good of those who love Him, and if you love Him. Guess what? He's working things out. See, another word for behold is to gaze upon. We sing this song at our church, and literally the song said, or the part of the lyrics say, Come and behold him. Isn't he fascinating? Come and behold him. Get lost in his majesty. Come and behold him. Isn't he captivating? 
You ever been captivated by something? Like to be captivated, captivated by something is to literally like what you see, you, you get lost in, you lose all sense of time. You, you actually kind of forget about your worries. You almost forget about the ground that you're standing on and you're just lost in the very thing that your eyes are locked on. First time I went to, uh, well, we'll say the second time I went to the beach was on my honeymoon with my wife, BFF, Kelsey, love you. And, um, you know, I remember one time standing out on the balcony or whatever, and I'm just looking at the ocean and I am captivated by it. I'm mesmerized how I can't see the end. And I just begin to cry. And I, I look at Kelsey, I'm like, look at our God, look what he's done. Look at that. How can you look at that and not believe in the creator God? And even when we lived in Florida and whenever we would go to the beach and when I when I got a chance to just look out when I wasn't, you know, trying to keep the kids safe or or trying to keep sand from out of their hair or up their nose or God knows what. But the, the few times I was able to glimpse out onto the ocean, I would just be captivated by it. And what happens when you are captivated by Jesus, when you get lost in the fact that his love is endless when you get lost in the truth of his mercy endures forever. And in fact, it's new mercies every day. What happens when you get lost in the fact that one day he's going to return for you and make all things right? You know, a few weeks ago or months ago, I can't even remember the date, which blows my mind. But I remember we're sitting at the dinner table, me, Kelsey, and the boys, and my middle son just randomly, you know, says, Dad, I can't wait for Jesus to come back and bring his kingdom upon the earth. Just like that. He's five years old. What five-year-old kid talks like that? Unless a five-year-old that is captivated by Jesus. Kind of makes me understand why Jesus says we need to be like little children. Because in that moment, my five-year-old son taught me something as we're eating dinner. And I talk about anything spiritual. I think we're talking about like random stuff. And even in the midst of life, he thinks about, man, I can't wait for my savior to come and make all things right. And I don't know about you, but like, if you look out into the world, there's so, so much wrong that is going on. And it almost, it gets overwhelming and it gets depressing at times. And sometimes it pulls and what the devil loves to do, he loves to take all that and, and try to draw out the hope from your heart. But don't let him do it. When you find yourself being like, God, is there anything worth living for? Wait, there is. There's so much to live for. All that, all the people that you've blessed me with in my life. But then also, I, also there's one day where you're going to make all things right again where there will be no more death, no more crying, no more sickness, no more famine, no more, uh, no more class system, poverty, middle, middle rich, no, no, no more gossip, no more murder, no more disease, no more cancer, no more dementia. Lord, I can't wait for the day when you, when you make all things right and, and we're back with our loved ones again. Oh, I can't wait for that day. So what does it take to hold out for that day? Okay, Lord, make my heart good ground so I can hold out for that.
Listen, wherever you are, say that with me right now. Say, Lord, make me good ground. Make me good ground. Make me good ground. Any and every opportunity that the devil tries to present in my life, Holy Spirit, block it and continue to do the work in my heart. So here's how we behold Christ. Are you ready? We just did one of those things right there. Number one, pray. Say with me, say pray. All right, we pray. Spend time in prayer. That's one of the things we did this past Wednesday night. We created a opportunity and weather permitting, we'll see, we'll keep you all posted, but we'll continue to do it each Wednesday night this month. Um, like I said, weather permitting. But, you know, in between the, the gatherings, spend time in prayer. It don't have to be an hour. If you want it to be an hour, you can. It could be five minutes. It could be three minutes. You know, get alone by yourself. Uh, parents that got kids, turn on Bluey or turn on, uh, you know, uh, whatever show it is, Paw Patrol or whatever it is at the end uh, and secure them safely. And then, you know, uh, I heard my wife say, Vez, go to, go to your vacation spot, a.k.a. the bathroom. <laughs> Go to the bathroom, set a timer for two minutes or three minutes and just spend time praying. Just spend time inviting heaven into your home. Yeah. Or whether it's in the car, park first, please, because you don't need to drive with your eyes closed. Um, but spend time praying in the car. Spend time praying underneath your breath at work. Lindsay, what am I praying? Whatever the Lord leads you. Or whatever it is that you're concerned about, we said it a month, we said it a few months ago. But you know, uh, everything that you're concerned about should be a point of prayer. Lindsay, what does that mean? It means that all the things that you worry about, all the things that you know, just boggle your mind. That's uh, that that's that's food to pray. That that's things to pray about. Amen. So how we behold Jesus? Number one, we pray. Number two, we read the Word read scriptures you know Lindsay, i can't read a chapter okay read a couple verses and then reread them study them out dig deep you know we talked about that last week but dig deep into the scriptures and then number three meditate on what you read think about that throughout the day even if it's just one verse okay read this one verse and then formulate a way in your mind to think about that each or throughout the day memorize it Memorize it, sing about it, you know, sing the scripture, uh, rap about it, whatever it is, you know, uh, but meditate on it. Allow your mind to be in perfect peace as you meditate on the word of God, as you keep your mind stayed upon him. Listen, the ones that were good ground in the parable that Jesus um, told, those were the ones that never lost their contact or their focus with Jesus. They never dropped their gaze and they never gave up upon or they they never gave up on him. So think about it, because Jesus says that there are some that fall away, but then there were seed that fell on good ground. How we be good ground is we don't we don't lose our focus on Jesus. We don't lose our gaze upon him. Keep your eyes stayed upon Jesus. I remember as a kid, my family used to sing this song. Uh, I got my mind stayed on Jesus. Stayed on Jesus. Let that be your testimony. 
when people ask like, hey, who's this person? Man, that's somebody, they're always, man, they're always, their heart's always on the goodness of God. They're always talking about the goodness of God. They're always looking out for other people. They're always, they're always feed, trying to feed somebody else. They're always trying to see if somebody else is taken care of. They're, they're always, they're always doing the work of God. Let your heart and your mind be stayed on Jesus. Don't just talk about it, but be about it. So I want to give you one simple, practical thing to do, and then we're gonna we're gonna be done. But you know, we 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 sent it in a text message form, I think, earlier uh, last week. But just real quick, we're gonna we're gonna take a deep breath in, and then we're gonna breathe it out. But as you breathe in, I want you to say this right here: "I will take heart." And then, as you breathe out, say, "God is renewing me." You ready? Here we go. I will take heart. God is renewing me. Practice that this week. In the morning, if you're, you know, whatever the rhythm is, include that into your rhythm. I will take heart. God is renewing me. Even at work, you may have to find yourself doing that. I will take heart. God is renewing me. As you're driving down the road, as you're shopping, as you're pumping gas, as you're folding clothes, as you're taking care of kids, as you're working, whatever it is you're doing, as you're going through the struggle, as people are trying to split you or, or, or frustrate you or whatever it is, whether the situation is ideal or unideal, try that. I will take heart. God is renewing me. Lindsay, why do I need to say I will take heart? Because you are saying, you're reminding yourself, okay, hey, there's 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 work. I'm I'm being made into good ground. I'm gonna hold fast. I'm not gonna create a situation to where, like Jesus talks about, where the seed is taken off or it doesn't fall on deep roots and the wind comes and the rain comes and it blows away. No, no, no. I will take heart no matter what. I will hold fast. I will hold strong. I will keep the faith. One of my favorite things I used to hear my parents say as a kid, especially my dad, when he would, you know, get ready to end service or anything like that, he would say, keep the faith. I just love that. So I encourage you, keep the faith. Listen, thank you so much for watching. Um, I, I'm so glad you're watching. Uh, listen, don't just take this in. Don't just be like, man, that was a good word. Da, 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 da. No, like, like really, really get it into your heart. Allow it to take root in your heart, in your heart into the podcast on YouTube or Apple podcasts or Spotify or whatever you listen to podcasts and go and listen to week one in our good ground series. Um, listen, if we would love, um, if you love to donate or give, um, go to our website, truenorth731.com and scroll down and underneath the given option, click that. And there's a link for you to, to, to give whatever the Lord's put on your heart. Um, you know, obviously because due to the below freezing temperatures for those that, um, for, for our members, um, stay in touch with us. We'll stay in touch with you to let you know, um, what we'll do this coming up Wednesday and, and in the future as well. But I encourage you, um, uh, while you're out, use this time to pray, to read the word, to meditate. Amen. 
listen to worship music i mean i think we sent out a link yesterday for a good uh wake up song to wake up to and 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 behold um behold jesus to something that that causes you to gaze upon him so go back and listen to that um but be blessed and listen if you've watched this and you're like listen Lindsay, i hear all you're saying and i don't know god like that but i want to know god like that if that's you then i'm that desire that you have i'm so i'm so blown away but that's not a small thing that is the lord tugging upon your heart and if you want if you want to be a part of the family of god if you want to know jesus as your lord and savior i want you to repeat after me say jesus thank you so much i recognize what you, i recognize this pull on my heart i don't want to live for myself anymore I don't want to put myself number one. I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be ridden with uh, worries and burdens for the rest of my life. Lord, you promised that you would, you would take our heaviness and give us, and give us burdens that are, or yotes that are light and easy. Lord, I recognize that at times I've sinned against you and I'm sorry for that. Forgive me, Jesus. Lord, wash me in the blood. Cleanse me and renew me. I want to be a part of your family. Thank you for making me a part of your family. Jesus, you are the Lord of my life, now and forevermore. In Jesus' name. If you repeated that, yo, turn up right now turn on some good music uh if you ain't fasting go eat a donut or two celebrate Lindsay. why do i need to celebrate because the bible says that all of heaven all of heaven not just a little corner all of heaven rejoices over one person giving their life to the lord all right so heaven is rejoicing right now over you so why not rejoice with them if you are fasting go grab some orange juice i don't know uh go grab some strawberries some fruit and turn up with us all right so uh but for real thank you so much i'm so happy that you made that decision um message me or or or, or message our church page and so we can reach out with you and and send you um different materials to to help further along to continue the work that god is planting in that in the soil of your heart amen all right, be blessed, and we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to the True North Church podcast. If you're not already following us on social, check out our website at truenorth731.com to find direct links to our pages. Also, if you would like to contribute to the work we are trying to do, you can click the safe and secure giving link and follow the prompts. Thank you for helping us build and strengthen our community. Until next time, have a great day.